Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have Bobby Sudbury here with us today. She is a native Arizon- Arizonian. Is that how you say it? Is it Arizonian? It or is. Arizonian. <laughs> Arizonian. <laughs> she was uh, and she was born to a family of copper miners. She was bitten by the writing bug in a very early age, and in the seventh grade, she wrote a paper about aliens. It was so well written that she was asked to go to the younger grade classes to read the story to the students. Life happened and Bobby put down the pen for a time, but lucky for all of us, she didn't stop writing for good. In her 40s, she realized that she had never lost her ability to put pen to paper, and she began writing again. Bobby has been on many journeys, some of her choosing and some at the choosing of the universe. She's written and published the article, When a Parent is Born, along with a brochure and numerous newsletters for Katie's Corner, or the newsletter Katie's Corner, for Katie's Katie's Way, which is a nonprofit organization that she and her husband founded after the death of their daughter, Caitlin. She is the executive director and program manager for Katie's Way. And through Katie's Way, Bobby speaks and speaks publicly to bring awareness to the issue of teen dating violence and educates about the importance of healthy relationships. She has spoken to more than 80 thousand people since the inception of Katie's way in 2008 and she has a sincere want to help others and hopes that the sharing of her journeys will provide insight comfort and a chuckle for others to brighten their day she is the mother of five children grandmother of nine and she lives in Phoenix Arizona with her husband Rick and their canine children Simba and Zena she enjoys spending time with her family the great in the great outdoors hiking exploring new places gardening painting wine sports her favorite football team is the chicago bears we'll still allow her to be on even though this is a show that loves the pittsburgh steelers bobby she is the author of the book c is for conquer so that's available wherever books are sold go there check that out and you can also check her out online booking it with bobby.blogspot.com is her website all those links are in the show notes bobby welcome to 10 minute mindset thank you mario how are you doing i'm great how's everything in phoenix uh, actually, it's a little bit blustery today, but the weather is actually quite great. <laughs> nice, nice. So, you know, tell us, I, the, you've done a lot. I mean, you have the nonprofit, you're an author, you've been writing for years. You know, tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to writing C is for Conquer. Oh boy, my journey has been quite the long one and very challenging, but it's, you know, most people have very challenging journeys too. Being you know, a kid, uh, we were raised more on the poor side. And, you know, while 
our needs were met most times, you know, there were still uh, very desolate times for us and everything. And, you know, I grow up, I'm actually an angry teenager because of circumstances and whatnot. And, you know, I find my way into a better place and and whatnot over the years and marry my current husband, which this is my second marriage. And we're, you know, together we blended this family. Uh, he had two children from a previous marriage. I had two children from a previous marriage. And then we had one together. And, you know, we built this really uh, wonderful environment and everything. But then about 12 years ago, tragedy really struck. And that's when we lost our 17-year-old daughter, Caitlin. Uh, Marie Sudbury to uh, teen dating violence, uh, something we didn't understand completely, uh, the complexities and whatnot. And so unfortunately, due to some gaps in the system and whatnot, you know, our daughter uh, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend and then he uh, committed suicide. So that's what launched us into co-founding Katie's Way which that's where we educate about the importance of healthy relationships and bring awareness to teen dating violence. Now, we work with teens because we believe that they have a really great opportunity to break the cycle. Um, Sometimes they may see this going on with their family and whatnot, and it looks normal to them as it did for me, you know, so they don't know that what's surrounding them is really not that healthy and everything. And so what we do is we just perpetuate that. We keep that going. Until somebody comes in and drops a few seeds and helps us understand, you know, look, things don't have to be like that. There is a much healthier version to this behavior and whatnot. And that is something that I was lucky enough to have angels around me as I was growing to help me understand that. But it was in bits and pieces. So through our program, Katie's Way, we really lay it all out there. We lay out the complexities of an abusive relationship, but then we turn around and give them the tools to have healthy relationships. So we got this organization going and everything. And um, with the help of my sister and family and my sister, actually, my sister, Lori, actually coined the term uh, Katie's Way because Katie's Way was all about peace. And that is our basis for our values and everything. Uh, And so Lori was very much involved in, you know, everything that happened with Katie. As a matter of fact, she was very close to Katie. Well, about 18 months after we lost Katie, Lori passed away suddenly and very unexpectedly. And, um, you know, her and I were very, very close. And so, you know, it was very, very hard dealing with that situation on top of we hadn't even recovered from what happened to Katie. And then we had this happen. And so three months after that is when I noticed a lump in my breast. And, you know, you're already so depressed and things just seem so horrible. And then to feel a lump in your breast, I actually was contemplating not going and seeing the doctor. I didn't want to know what it was because we had already had so much bad happen. I just couldn't layer one more thing on top of the family, you know, and I didn't even tell my husband that I found the lump um, until the next day. And it was because I wanted to go to the doctor and find out, is it something? Because if it's not anything, I didn't want to worry him needlessly. And sure enough, um, I had a really hard time not telling him. So I ended up telling him and I went to the doctor and sure enough, the doctor said, yeah, we've got something there. You need to go in for a biopsy. So, you know, and this was in August, uh, by September 11th, I had gone through a lot of testing and that is when 
um, I was told on September 11th that I had um, breast cancer and it um, we needed to deal with it, you know, type thing. And so now we have to deal with another challenge. And now we're sitting here and we're just, you know, I, I actually said to my husband, I said, oh my God, what is next? You know, just so frustrated and everything. And he says, please don't say that. Don't say what's next anymore because you're just inviting, you know, more stuff. And so we pretty nixed, pretty much nixed that uh, comment there um, in our lives and whatnot. But, you know, here we are, we have another challenge that we have to face. And, um, you know, we're definitely on that train. And we, the first person we told was my aunt. And that's because my aunt had dealt with cancer three years before. And I was also very close to her. And so I went in and I talked to her and, you know, we explained to her what was going on and everything. And she says, okay, well, first things first, we need to get you a journal. You need to journal about this. Now, in years past, I had tried, you know, sitting down and journaling about things and I'd do it for a couple of days and, you know, just poo poo it eventually. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't become part of routine. So, you know, I looked at her and I said, Janie, I said, I'm not much about journaling or anything. She says, it will help keep you organized. Trust me. I'm going to take you out and I'm going to buy the journal for you. And she knew that that was the hook because if she bought it for me, she knew I would use it because I won't take things like that for granted. So, you know, we go out, we go shopping, we get, you know, the journal, we get a bunch of stickers to personalize it and everything. And um, I started journaling. And, and it was really a pretty cool because my husband drove everywhere, he drove us everywhere and all of that. So I could sit in the passenger seat and journal, write what I was thinking, or if I had questions come up about um, anything that I wanted to ask the doctors or anything like that, I wrote them down. If my husband had questions, we wrote those down. And so we were writing in an, and I was just journaling about every move we were making. And it really did help because when it came time to ask those questions, I would read the questions off and say, okay, did they answer these questions? Okay, here's a question for you, you know, and stuff like that. Um, if I had to make phone calls later, it helped me remember, because when you have so much going on and you're seeing so many doctors and so many, you know, professionals and everything, you lose track of stuff and it becomes very, very overwhelming. So the journaling really helped in a big way to keep me organized. I was also to keep all my medical records inside the journal, as well as any test results that came back and stuff like that. So I could show it to the doctors if they asked and everything. Uh, so it really did help me. But along the way, it also helped me keep my thoughts in check, you know, and everything. And so I just kept writing and writing and writing. And the thing about it, too, is as I'm writing all this journal, handwriting everything, I'm still talking to people on the phone. And it gets to a point to where, you know, I'm getting all these calls from friends and family, people I care about that love me. And I'm telling I'm repeating myself time and time again about what's going on with me. And I'm really getting tired of talking about me. I don't want to talk about this. I don't, you know, it, it just felt like I was keeping it alive, you know, and everything. So basically I said, you know what, I'm going to go to an electronic version and I'm going to start blogging. And once I set up that blog page, then I sent the link out to everybody I know and love and said, you know what, um, I'm really, you know, talking about, you know, I'm talking to you all about my situation and everything like that. But I'm dominating the conversation and I really don't want to do that. I want to hear more about you all. So here's my blog link. If you want to know what's going on with me, great. And then that way, when we do talk, I can hear more about you and live through 
you know, hear your happiness and what's going on with you and, and everything, you know, and kind of that will bring me up and make me feel better. And the other part of that, too, was I had to keep the blog very, very private because we um, our sons were um, one of them was in Korea and the other one was in Chicago. And um, both of them were still recovering from what happened to Katie and their aunt. And there was nothing they could do about my situation. So we really did not tell them and we didn't want to tell them until everything was over and I was going to be fine. And so we kept it, you know, really secret from them and everything. And they both understood why they really did. You know, we were a little afraid that they were going to be upset with us, but our son being stationed in Korea, I wasn't considered terminal, so to speak. They're not going to let him go. And my husband was in the military also, and he knew what the protocols were. And unless I was terminal, they wouldn't let him come and see me and everything. So could you imagine your mother's sick with cancer and they tell you, I'm sorry, I can't, I, we can't release you to go see her. You know, I mean, I, I know my son, I, if I were him, I would have gone crazy over it, you know, and probably did some things that I shouldn't have. So that's why we didn't want to tell them. So, you know, people are reading the blog and everything and I'm going through treatments and oftentimes I blogged after treatment and that's when I was kind of under the influence because they have to give you some drugs to help you um, deal with uh, the, dr the drugs that they're giving you, the chemotherapy. So I'm kind of under the influence. So, you know, there's times where I'm really funny and I'm talking about some weird stuff and everything and, um, you know, people at work and my friends and everything are following it and I go through all my treatments. I'm in remission. Everything's good. I go back to work and this employee of mine that, you know, worked for me and everything who really did not like me. And it was very apparent. She did not like me. She, you know, uh, challenged every single move I made every time I came to them and everything. And the funny thing is, is through my sickness, she followed my blog. She followed it. She read it every single one. And so when I got back to work and I'm giving hugs and everybody's congratulating me and they're happy to see me back and everything, she was actually standing in line with them. And she came up and she gave me a hug. And at first I was kind of like, okay, what's this about? You know, this is really strange. And she just, after she hugged me, she's laughing and she kind of pushes back for me a little bit. She says, are you going to write a book? And I was like, you know, that kind of threw me off guard. And I was like, well, I hadn't really thought of it. Why, why do you say that? You know? And she said, because your blog was absolutely hilarious. She said, you had me rolling all the time. She said, people would be busted up here reading your blog. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah. She goes, it's, it's awesome and very uplifting and everything. And I said, well, okay. And so I kind of noodled that around after she said it and everything. And I thought, you know what, one day I sat down and I really looked at things and I thought, okay, I have all this manual journal and then I have the blog. So I have most of the book written already. All I had to do was write an introduction and the conclusion, you know, what I did in recovery and everything. And so I did that. And lo and behold, we now have my book, you know, and C is for Conquer. It's out there and it is, it's a very uplifting and inspiring you know, um, what to expect or, you know, what, what happened to me? Cause everybody's, everybody's dealings are different, you know? So, but it's about what happened to me and what could happen to anybody else and what I went through. And then in the end, I, you know, talk about what we need to consider with regards to self-care and whatnot, because I realized I got cancer from stress. 
the stress in my life, you know, uh, losing my sister was just a straw that broke the camel's back. And so I, what I was not doing is performing self-care. I was not taking care of myself. And if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of others. So that's what happened to me. And so in the back of the book, I really talk about how important it is for self-care, talk about some nutritional things that I learned, as well as um, exercising and how we need to be patient with each other and realize, you know, our true power and control really only lies within us, okay, within who we are and how we react to situations and everything. And then also the four agreements is another thing that I really, you know, want people to understand because that really will alleviate a lot of stress out of your life as well. Well, Bobby, you certainly have a powerful story. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing it. I have a few other questions I'm going to ask you and we'll save those for the next episode because you've promised to come back for round two and we'll do that here. Um, in the next episode. But I want to remind people to visit you and check out your blog that you were talking about at bookingitwithbobby.blogspot.com and also to grab a copy of your book, C is for Conquer. They can do that through your website or wherever books are sold. They can find that. Thank you so much and I look forward to picking up the conversation with you in the next episode. Thank you, Mario. It's been a pleasure. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.